Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Off the bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Good morning. Great to have your company. Jimmy Williams with Paul Hazelby on this Saturday morning. And Hayes, the Premier has laid down the law and it looks like it's going to be another challenging summer for our local sporting teams. Good morning, Jim, and all the listeners out there. Yeah, you're right. The uh, Premier has made a plan about the plan. Unbelievable it was. Everybody's waiting for information, particularly those sports organisations out there that are trying to get their seasons underway. We're talking about cricket. We're talking about basketball. Also, the soccer, and we know it's already curtains for the baseball, but they don't have any certainty around this. And you're talking about 90% of the population over 12 being double vaxxed. Now that's expected to happen by early February. I'm not convinced we're going to get to 90% as a state. So this could go down to March, April, May, June, and we start talking about the football season next year. Mm. So I was surprised, but again, our Premier just putting things off for another period of time until we get more information. Not good enough. Now, what, what do you do if you're an AFLW club here? What, what do the AFLW girls do? It's, it looks like they're going to have to play a significant period on the road and just have to wait. Yeah, look, there was hope for the Ashes series or the test match we played here, listening to a few of the key speakers uh, yesterday, that there is a chance that that will occur. And there still could be a chance that we could get sport happening in our state, even though we still have the hard borders right. that are in place. So, obviously, with that, there's got to be a bit of negotiation, give and take, and and make sure the environment is safe for West Aussies. But you want to know that now if you're those sports. And that's the frustration. If you're the Big Bash right now trying to set out a season, you've got no choice because it's just going to be too hard. You've probably got to send Western Australia on their marching orders to go somewhere else to be based there. I have heard there is a chance that they may be based outside of Western Australia and may be able to fly in, play dirty. And uh, obviously the team they're playing against would be dirty and they'd basically just fly in, go straight to the game, no interaction with any of the spectators. So potentially that could happen in the Ashes series as well. And this was the big problem in the AFL season and the reason why we were able to get a grand final away here is because the clubs that came in and played the game were were in quarantine for two weeks. So they cleared their period. But the issue is that WA has got so many different restrictions with different borders that if cases break out in states that don't have COVID, then... These, these, there's no guarantee we're going to get a whole bunch of games here. And it's the interaction component. When you talk about Victoria and New South Wales, they have COVID. We know that. If they're moving between places and then they go to South Australia and you play against those teams, then our government is basically not going to accept that. So I think maybe it's just better to know that it's not available here in Western Australia and at least to give certainty to all of those sports and, and Tony Sage and the Perth Glory and, and um, also the Wildcats, mm. they can say, well, let's go on the road up until Feb, but tell us, is it going to be Feb 100% so that we can start planning all our home games back-to-back at that point? If you were a player in this day and age and you were stuck in this period, what would you be doing to get your mind right and get your body right. You've got a family probably. Um, This is going to be such a tough period. I feel so bad for the players and the staff that have had to already do this a couple of times. And now it's looking like they're going to have to do it a third time. 
It is tough, but let's look at the bigger picture. There's been a lot of states, New South Wales and particularly Melbourne, that have been shut down for a long time that haven't had employment. And if it means that as an athlete, I have to go on the road for three months, I'm happy to do that. I would do that easily on my ear. With social media these days and the way that you can communicate with your families, you can be in the lounge room every night, set up on a TV screen if you like. So you can make it work. I really don't buy that. You know, the sacrifice uh, 50 years ago was very different when many of our grandparents had to go away for war. We were asking them to get paid, go to another state and do what you love. Pretty easy to me. This is why we love you, Hayes. Very reasonable comments from former Docker Paul Hazelby. We'll be back with more Off the Bench after this. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Great to have your company on this Saturday morning. A sports update for Novus. There's a Novus near you. 13-22-34 earlier this week. Australia getting themselves back into a very strong position to compete for this World Cup. Hayes G, they were hitting them well, a couple of the boys. Well, and much needed too. They had to get that run rate back and they did that. They made up the 1.3 very easily and got in front of South Africa. So all of a sudden, things back on our terms, beat West Indies and we'll be into the semi-finals, which is a really good result. Even if we lose to them and England beat South Africa, which is could say is possible, we could still go through, provided we don't lose by too much in that game. But great to see Adam Zamper. I don't think he gets enough praise for what he does. He took the five wickets. He was outstanding. Mitch Marsh back into the side too. Clearly you need a player like that because if it gets off the hook, it's unbelievable. You saw what he did uh, basically off four balls, but David Warner still out of form. Just quickly, Adam Zampa was on a hat-trick mm. and he thought that his teammates didn't know, but Matthew Wade could see that he did. He tried to catch it. It didn't quite eventuate. Uh, yeah, look, David Warner's an interesting one. If I'm competing for the World Cup, I've got him opening, opening for Australia. I know I know form is important, and we saw that with Mitch Marsh being dropped, coming back in, and then clubbing them all over the park in his short little stint. But I'd still want David Warner in my team. He's not going to change it now, Justin Langer. He's gone with him. Look, I would have gone a different way, personally, but we'll wait and see how it plays out towards the end. And look, if he doesn't go well from here on in, then maybe it could be curtains for his T20 career, and you start to look for a different path heading towards the next World Cup. But the Ashes is coming up, and there's spots available in the Ashes. We love talking about this. And Sheffield Shields back on now. Great to see a crowd there at the MCG. But there is an opening spot available with Will Pukowski. He won't be there. So Marcus Harris has been spoken about. He got a ton, but he failed yesterday. And then you've got Usman Kawaja. Can he come back into calculations for the opening spot? Where do you sit on this? It's a tough one. It's a tough one. Ideally, all things being the way they should be, I'd love to see Will Pukowski playing for Australia. Completely agree with you. Um, if he's not playing for Victoria because he's still recovering from concussion, he won't be there. So, oh, gee, I don't know. I don't know. I just, it's a tough one. I'm going Marcus Harris. I'm putting him there. Get, trusting him. He's a younger player. Kawaja's been there, done that. Then you've got the number five position that's not sewn up. You know, this was Matty Wade was in, around that area. He's not out of the, he's out of the team now. And also Travis Head is the other one. So Kawaja could go into that spot. But for me, I'm a believer in Mitch Marsh. I think he's ready to play test cricket. Now, to do that, I'm moving Cameron Green to five. He bats four for Western Australia, so he goes to five. Mitch Marsh comes in as the all-rounder. It gives you two options, bowling options, Mm -hmm. which really will protect your bowlers throughout the series. So that's the way I'm going. And if it was me, I'd make a change of the wicketkeeper too, with Josh Inglis coming in. It's, It's amazing that we're not speaking about Tim Payne. He's been okay. 
hasn't he? He's been okay. But he's the captain. He's been okay as a captain, maybe not that great as a captain when you go back to the series against India. He's out injured with a back injury, so he's not going to have any warm-up. He's, he'll be 37 by the time we play. We have other captaincy options, and if we don't, it's a disgrace on Australian cricket that we don't have leaders that can stand up. So if it's not Josh Inglis, I know you're, I know you're suggesting that Josh should get a crack, but mm. who, who would be wicket-keeping if it's not Josh and Tim's, Tim Payne's injured? No, it is Josh Inglis. He would come in as the wicket keeper right. for mine. And the captain, you just throw that to the next guy. Which Paddy Cummins. Steve Smith, Pat Cummins. Yeah. You pick the guy. It doesn't bother me. Travis Head, and away you go. Just a curly one. There was some talk on social media. Uh, Nick Maddinson's mm. a name that probably isn't too familiar with a lot of people, but he's really been an impressive batsman at Sheffield Shield level, as also at one day level for New South Wales and Victoria. Is he a chance at playing some test cricket for Australia yeah, this summer? Yeah, he is. He's coming into calculations, not just on the back of the century that he made yesterday. He's been doing this since he actually has moved to Victoria. So he made that big change in his career. It's worked out well for him. He's only 29. So I think there is a spot. That number five, when you talk about Travis Head and how he goes, I think there's a future there maybe for Travis Head because He's had a chance. He hasn't been horrific, but he's gone back and made runs as well. A sports update focusing on cricket there for Novus. Don't let your old windscreen end up as landfill. Call Novus Glass 13 22 34. Hayes and I will be back with more Off the Bench next. Nathan Vardy, Premiership Eagle, coming up. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Happy Saturday. Great to have your company. Paul Hazelby, Jimmy Williams with you. And one man who provided some golden moments for West Coast was Nathan Vardy. Opportunities as good as gold. McMahon, be more. And earlier this week, the retiring West Coast Eagles utility spoke with Carl Langdon and Paul Hazelby. Tired life is, uh, is treating me well at the moment. I'm still in WA and I'm just enjoying a bit of family time at the moment. And you are staying here for a little while and you are off on a little sojourn up to the northwest of Western Australia with a legend from Fremantle in David Mundy. You're heading to Caratha, Wickham, uh, Headland Rovers, Panawanica and Dampier, just to mention a few of the destinations. Have you been to any of those places before? Uh, no, I haven't actually. So I'm really excited to, to get up there and uh, get involved with a, with a few clinics and spend some time with the juniors and then do a, do a few uh, sports nights as well and um, just enjoy getting out into the country. Country people, very, very good people. You like them bards now, mate. Uh, retirement can be hard. Are you content with the AFL career that you had? Oh, mate, I am. I am. It wasn't wasn't the most glamorous uh, glamorous career in the world. It was hard at times, and you know I was lucky to get some highlights out of it as well. But um, I got the opportunity to live out my childhood dream and. Able to carve out 12 years. It took me 12 years to prove that I couldn't play. So um, no, I've done. I'm pretty happy with it, to be honest. No, you're better than that premiership player. And uh, look, when I first saw you, obviously down at Geelong, uh, just a young punk. You're running, jumping all over the top, taking big marks, and you did have a lot of injuries. How's your body after that career? Yeah, mate. It was uh, it was dashed and bruised a bit. Um, you know, early days at Geelong, but I think. Uh, I got a pretty good run out at West Coast. There's a few niggly sort of things, but um, body's pretty pretty sound at the moment. So I'm actually looking forward to getting back over in Victoria and getting back into the country levels and, and playing some country footy and just uh, just enjoying enjoying footy as a hobby again. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. 
Now, you do have some highlights, a great highlight, really, etched in the memory of all the West Coast Eagles fans, and you've actually got a tattoo of a QR code that's been put on your body, so when people come up and scan that QR code, it brings up the YouTube footage of that passage of play. Tell us more. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if it's it's stupid or, <laughs> or very clever, but, um, yeah, no, a mate showed me one day that you can make a QR code for anything, I thought, oh, It'd be pretty funny to get a tattoo of that. And then um, I thought, well, what can I actually link it to? And then I thought, oh, that'd be, that'd be pretty special if uh, I could get that, that, that play put, put to it. And, uh, yeah, chucked it on. And it's, uh, it's gone a little bit viral, hasn't it? It has. So how many times have people scanned that? They'd be coming up to your left, right and centre, wouldn't they? Uh, yeah, there's been a few questions. But I'm, I'm, I usually wear shoes. I think... Uh, I sort of stayed away from the thongs and stuff, um, you know, through the footy career, and I've just got used to wearing shoes everywhere. So, um, yeah, no, no one's really... A few people have stopped me in the street and said, uh, great tattoo and, and whatnot, but uh, I haven't had too many people trying to rip my shoes off and scan it yet. For the rest of your life, they'll be yelling out, show us your QR code! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, I know. I hope the video didn't, doesn't get taken down and... Hope the feet don't get too swollen and unable to read. I absolutely love that story. Nathan Vardy getting a QR code tattooed on his foot that if you scan it, you can see the moment that led up to the West Coast Eagles winning their premiership back in 2018. That was a golden moment. McMahon has opportunities as good as gold. Visit careers.mcmahon.com.au. McMahon, be more. We'll be back with Scott Morrison, the coach of the Perth Wildcats, after this. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Hope you're having a cracking Saturday morning. Jimmy Williams, Paul Hazelby with you. And earlier this week, Hayes, you and Carl caught up with new Perth Wildcats coach Scott Morrison, who is in hotel quarantine. He's here in Australia and he's ready to take the reins at the Perth Wildcats. But you had an interesting question surrounding how he's been able to coach while he hasn't actually been with the team. And you asked if there was a place for remote coaching in the future. Um, I don't know if that would fly in the games as well. I think it's definitely... You know, it's, there's definitely a place for, you know, a consulting situation where someone's watching film every day and then maybe doing a couple sessions, kind of like we've been doing. Um, I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the show Modern Family, but there's an episode yeah. where the father, Phil, couldn't make the um, family gathering and he put himself on a robot with an iPad. Um, so I was debating doing that if I didn't get here in time. But it looks like uh, if all goes well for the next eight days, I'll make that first uh, game at the Blitz. So I won't have to pull up the, the robot iPad to, to yell at guys. So have you have, have you had access to live training sessions where you're out there and they come and stand around the computer to, to get feedback from you? Uh, not during a session. We always do. Uh, the guys get get their like weights in and then they um, come into the film room and I'll usually show them clips from the previous day and talk about what we're going to do that day. The coaches and I have already met about this stuff, and then they go out and do it, and then the next day we're giving the feedback again. Basically the same thing I would do uh, if I was on the floor, just a little bit less uh, hands-on coaching during practice for me. But I, I know from watching the video, and I have volume with everything, that uh, Mike and the guys are doing a good job you know, with the teaching points that we discussed in the coaches' meeting and making sure they're getting across. Yeah, every now and then there's a, there's a little bit of a, a percentage of stuff that's lost in translation, but – to be honest, there's been a few cases where they did something a little bit different than I had intended and ended up being better. So um, it kind of worked out for the best a few times as well. 
a legend of your club at the Perth Wildcats, Damien Martin. We had a yak to him. Uh, he's going to be a courtside commentator. Uh, he said it's one of the best teams that he's seen on paper in his time at the club. Uh, no pressure, really. He's expecting you to come out and perform. They just keep finding new ways to put the pressure on around here is what I've learned. Um, if it's not, if it's not the streak or the, the banners, it's the, the talent on the team. Um, but no, I'd rather have a good team and a, a expectation of winning around the club than, than the opposite. I'll take the pressure. The pressure kind of makes it fun. Obviously it's not fun when you don't meet the expectations, but uh, I enjoy the challenge of trying to get to them. And then when you do, if you do uh, meet them, it's all, it's all that much sweeter. But uh, I will say that real pressure is putting a two-year-old and a seven-week-old on a on four different planes and four different continents, trying to get to uh, probably the furthest possible place from your home during a pandemic. That's real pressure. Yeah, no, that sounds like real pressure. And look, I hope that the club's actually taken out a membership for your wife and your two children because, mate, there is only 300 left. It's remarkable. That's seated memberships. And look, this stadium that we play in here is is the best in the competition. There's nothing better than playing in front of the Red Army in our RAC arena, which you will get a chance to experience and you'll hear the noise and you'll know what I mean. But um, it's incredible the support that the uh, this club has and already they are looking forward to the season there's no doubt about that the talk on the street is outstanding well that's good to hear i mean i, I can see the street i can't hear it um <laughs> but i can also i can also see a little piece of the arena from my window i can see it right now uh-huh. and uh, i'll be honest with you there's a lot of days where uh it's getting a little tough in here and i look over to the arena and i just uh, kind of anticipate the feeling that it's going to be to finally get out there on december 3rd and and hear the crowd and and hopefully not let them down a lot of people excited, too, about a change in game plan, a more attacking game plan. Can you give our listeners some insight into what you hope to bring to this team? Yeah, sure. I mean, um, I have a lot of respect for what was done before me. Don't get me wrong. Um, but you have to coach to your strengths. And uh, and we're going to change things up a little bit and make it a little bit more free-flowing and hopefully put the guys in positions where they can just kind of uh, use their strengths to work together and get great looks, but I, I like to attack. I like to attack quickly. The new coach of the Perth Wildcats there, Scott Morrison, not to be confused with the Prime Minister, our Perth Wildcats coach, Scott Morrison and his family, doing a tough in hotel quarantine, but once they're out, I bet you he can't wait to step foot on the basketball court and hopefully lead our Wildcats back to a championship. McDonald's give back with a Mac this McHappy Day, Saturday, November 13. $2 from every Big Mac sold, including McDelivery, goes towards helping seriously ill children and their families through Ronald McDonald House Charities. McDelivery is available in select locations. That's all we've got time for, Hayes. Great to have you company on this Saturday morning. Take care. We'll see you next week. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91